or welcome to Talk and Fight with Holly Donovan. I hope you had a fabulous week so far. Welcome to your preview show. I will be previewing the fight night that will be taking place in Nottingham on Saturday night. It's a matchroom and zone card where we will be seeing Lee Wood versus Maurizio Lara. Um, and that will be the WBA Featherweight World Championship. Um, there's a lot of talk about this fight. A lot of people saying that it's going to be a really good fight. And I completely agree with them. <laughs> I'm going to talk you through this and a couple of other fights that are on the undercard as well. So without further ado, let's begin with Lee Wood and Maurizio Lara. So Lee Wood, he has had 26 wins, two losses, 16 of his wins have come by way of knockout, and he is 34 years old. Um, Maurizio Lara on the other hand, um, very, very similar stats. He's had 25 wins, two losses, 18 KOs. He's 24 years old. So there is 10 years between them, um, but actually their CVs are very very similar so this fight was supposed to happen quite a few months ago and um, it got delayed uh, as Lee Wood had a bicep injury uh, which obviously had to heal and um, Maurizio Lara has actually said that he was making it up and it was all fake and that he just needed more time to get ready to face him now Maurizio Lara has proved himself to be a lot more worthy than we first thought back in 2021 when he was relatively unknown. So let's go through it. Let's start with Lee Wood first. So he is the current featherweight champ. He's held that title since 2021. He's also had the British title and the Commonwealth. Um, he's in a good place right now. He's coming off three wins. Um, he only had one fight in 2022. Obviously, he's had that bicep injury, though. So even though it's been a while out of the ring, that would explain why. Uh, the last fight was against Michael Conlon. He was uh, an undefeated champion. Uh, so he was 16-0, was Michael Conlon. Uh, Leeward came in as a bit of an underdog, um, and he managed to take the win. So he got a KO. Um, that was in round, which round was that? I think it was in round 12. Um, he got that KO despite being behind on the scorecards. Um, so definitely a bit of an upset there, but it shows that he's got some power for sure. Uh, now, he won the title in July 2021, where he was an underdog again against Zukan, uh, but he managed to get a TKO then in round 12. Um, so, really good fighter. He's, well, on his way up there, and a lot of people and pundits are saying that he does better when he is an underdog. So, right now, he is behind in the odds, um, which will probably mean that we get an even better Leeward on Saturday, which would be great. Um, one of his losses, most recent one, I'll just quickly skip over it, was in 2020. That was to Jazza Dickens. That was when he lost his WBO European title. Um, so he began, well, he began boxing um, as a child. Uh, he used to go to boxing club with his mates um, and his brother. Apparently his mate's mum used to drive him all there. As the years went on, everyone else kind of quit and gave up. Um, but Lee would remained and stayed. And he actually said he was completely addicted. Uh, he went to the Phoenix Amateur Boxing Club, which we'll know as the one that Carl Frock boxed out of. Um, he also studied sport at college. Um, and as an amateur, he repped England. He was in the quarterfinals of the OBAs. Um, recently, I think it was 2020, he was in the Golden Contract Tournament, um, which he said was great because it was just loads of opportunities to fight, basically, which obviously you don't get <laughs> uh, normally in this game with all this cross-promotion stuff going on. Um, so him versus Maurizio Lara, it's going to be fun because it's a clash of styles. Um, we're going to see him absolutely really trying to prove himself you know coming off those three wins he's going to be full of confidence and um, these guys are both the same height there's really not a lot in them apart from 
the 10 years uh, age difference. Um, you could probably argue that Lee Wood's a little bit more experienced. Um, and I think the biggest difference is obviously the Lee Woods last fight was 11 months ago. Um, and Mauricio Lara's was like three months ago. It was like October. So he's definitely been more, more active. So let's talk about Mauricio Lara now. Um, like I said, 25 wins, two losses, 18 KOs. He's from Mexico. Now, you will probably know him because he had a massive win over Josh Warrington and it was a big, fat upset. <laughs> so um, it was meant to be one of those like tick over fights for Josh Warrington. And they got Maurizio Lara over thinking he'd be like, oh, I'll keep busy fight. It'd be really easy. No problem. Just go and knock him out. Um, as soon as Maurizio Lara got into the ring, things looked very, very different. He was massively underestimated, incredible work rate, um, and really powerful as well. Very aggressive fighting style. Josh Warrington did not know. <laughs> he, he wasn't as aggressive uh, as he, well, as we've seen him. Um, and uh, Maurizio Lara managed to take the win with a TKO in the ninth round. Now, there was a rematch, but that was a big fat mess as well. Um, so basically in round two uh there was it was stopped because of a head clash um really disappointing actually because just warrington had just had like the longest rink walk known to man like proper aj style and then <laughs> the fight didn't even happen it lasted about two seconds um so there is a lot of bad blood going on there and there needs to be that third fight to settle the score there i think josh warrington wants to prove himself Maurizio lara wants to be like no i am i am the winner um, okay, so here he is no longer the underdog because he has proved his aggressive fighting style. He's a big puncher. Um, when you look on YouTube and look at his previous fights as well, like he's re a really good combination puncher. Um, now, the reason why we didn't know much about him is because he built most of his career in Mexico. He pretty much all of his fights began there. Really small, kind of humble team. Um, now, there is a slight percentage KO uh, rate, obviously, Maurizio Lara. He's got a higher percentage. And that last fight um, was only three months ago. He's also coming off two KOs. Um, the last fight was uh, Jose San Martin. That was a TKO in the third round. Uh, that was in October back in Mexico. So, yeah, I, I mean, the odds, Maurizio Lara to win, it's 9 to 25 odds. Um, you could still bet on would i mean obviously you get a bigger return i thought do you know what jury's out on this one i think i would like lee wood to win um and i think he has the capability if he lands some of his power punches but if i'm really honest myself i see i see Maurizio lara winning this um okay so now let's move on to the next fight that i'm going to preview for you so we've got dalton smith versus billy ellington okay so um, I like Dalton. He's one of those fighters that um, I've definitely previewed him before. Um, but I've watched his career for quite a few years now. And you, I love it when you see them build, you know, when they become more and more brilliant every time they enter the ring. That's exactly what Dalton Smith has done. Um, if you want to see, like, a real pro, like, just, you know, even beautiful boxing, great IQ, I would say that's what Dalton is. It's just, it's, it's really precise. Um, He's 13-0, and 0, so he's currently undefeated. He's had 10 KOs. He's only 26 years old. Um, he's held the British super lightweight title since uh, 2022. Uh, he made a defense. Uh, so his last fight was against Casey Benjamin. That's the one that I previewed. Um, and that was a unanimous decision back in November. So you can see 12 rounds of quite a, quite a concise um, decision right there. The fight before that was Samo Mason. That was a TKO. Um, and that was back in August. So... He's proved that he's got the power. He can knock people out. He can get the stoppage, but he can also go the distance and do a really convincing win. Um, 
he's got a nice story as well. So he is coached by his dad, Grant, uh, basically when he was really little, he was only five years old. Um, and he took up boxing with his dad, but his dad didn't know anything about boxing either. So his dad learned to be a trainer simultaneously teaching um, Dalton how to be a boxer. And they literally learned together and went through this, this journey, which I think is lovely. Um, Dalton was a footballer first, but it turned out he was way better at boxing. He managed to get, uh, he started winning trophies basically. And so decided to take on boxing properly. His dad, meanwhile, actually managed to be like a, a pro trainer before Dalton actually hit the pros. Uh, so his uh, dad opened a Steel City Boxing Gym. He trained uh, the pro champion Charlie Edwards um, and obviously was training Dalton at the same time as well. Uh, in the amateurs, Dalton, uh, he's silver European youth champ, bronze Commonwealth. He got gold at ABAs. Um, he decided not to go to London 2020 Olympics because uh, there were weight change rules that year. There's another fighter who I'm going to talk about who had the same decision. Um, he also kept getting injuries and he thought, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. So he signed with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom instead. And here he is. Um, he pictures all of his opponents as if they're Mike Tyson. Little, <laughs> a little fact for you. Don't know. Um, if you want to see a great fighter, look at Dalton Smith. Um, let's talk about his opponent. I don't give his opponent much. Um, maybe I'm being mean. I haven't seen enough of Billy Allington. Maybe that's the problem. I've been following Dalton Smith. I can tell you everything about him. With Billy Allington, there is less. So from what I have learned and discovered and watched, we've got, um, he has had 10 wins, only one loss, no KOs, so no stoppages. He's 28 years old. Um, now, his last fight was in November last year. It was against Ben Fields, but it was just a six-rounder. And I was like, why? Why was it just a six-rounder? He won it on points, um, but it was just a bit odd because in February 2022, um, he fought Jamie Robinson. It was a split decision. That was a 10-round fight, and he became English super lightweight champion. So I was like, well, how do you go from 10 to 6? Um, there are interviews with him where he's saying that he got really frustrated because fights were being cancelled. Um, you know, he just took what he could, basically. Um, so he's a fighter and he keeps going. He had two fights in 2022, two fights in 21. Um, he also works as a trainer. So he works as a boxing trainer. Um, so he obviously has got two careers going on. Um, he began boxing at 13. So that's a lot later than Dalton Smith. Um, but he started with karate, uh, karate um, and then kickboxing. Um, and his dad was a boxer. So that's like how he got into it. It was all very much a family affair. In the amateur, uh, he had 42 wins out of 56 fights. Um, did the, got silver in the Haringey Cup. And he also, he's been around, he fought in America twice and he won both uh, fights. So I think here he'll be coming in as the underdog as the lesser known fighter. And I think that, that won't phase him. I think he'll be up for this. Um, he went pro in 2016. Um, he only had one loss in 2019. When you look at him, he is, he's sharp. He's pretty explosive. He's very well conditioned. Um, so I, I think that, I don't know, it might be one of those things where everyone did to Maurizio Lara, where they thought, oh, no, he's not going to win, and then he's going to turn up and be absolutely brilliant. I think that Billy Allington clearly hasn't had many opportunities, and this is a great one. So I'm hoping for a good fight here. Um, let's now move on to the third fight um, that I'm going to preview for your fight night on Saturday. Um, and we've got Gary Cully versus Wilfredo Flores. Now, this is, I like Gary Cully, right? Because again, I've been watching his career, he's a great fighter. However, sometimes when you do all this research and you look at footage of the, the opponents, I really like Wilfredo Flores as well now. <laughs> so like, I'll tell you a bit about them. So Gary Cully, he's 15 and 0. Uh, nine of his wins have come by way of knockout. He's 27 years old um, and he's a lightweight. 
He's a southpaw, he's a favour, he's called the Diva, and he's from Ireland. Um, he's a tricky opponent, I think, being a southpaw as well. Now, he was last out in October 2022. Um, it was really explosive with the TKO in round one, like blink and you missed it. That was against Joe Belmedi. I think I previewed that one, actually. Um, now, he began... Oh, I'll tell you, but before that, he did fight Miquel Vasquez. That was also a KO in the fifth round, and that was in March 2022. So he's coming off two really explosive, brilliant wins. Um, he began when he was seven years old, um, and he won six of the underage Irish national championships. He won gold at European Youth. That was in 2013. And he also didn't go to the Olympics in 2020 for exactly the same reasons as Dalton Smith. So rule change, but then added to this as well, he didn't like the controversial decisions that had happened in 2016 back in Rio. Um, that would be the fight between, well, with Michael Conlon. It was a really controversial loss. Um, he didn't like that decision. He didn't want to be going into something that he thought might be a bit dodge. Um, so instead, he went pro. Uh, he hooked up with Katie Taylor's dad, Peter Taylor. And Peter Taylor is his trainer. I love that. I think it's great. Peter Taylor is like, yeah, he's had such a big hand in the careers of the two best uh, lightweights in the world, both of which are Irish. So I think that's quite cool. Um, now, when he went pro, he won the WBO European lightweight title. Uh, that was in March 22. Now, he has had the same amount of rounds as his opponent, um, despite having more fights, because obviously he ends them loads quicker. Um, some of his attributes is kind of like Tyson Fury. Well, I'm comparing him to Tyson Fury because of his he's really tall and he's got very long arms. <laughs> so... Um, it's hard to get him, especially being a southpaw as well. Um, he's six foot two. So now let's have a look at Wilfredo Flores. So he has a great story. I hadn't heard of him. I had to look up footage and find him. Like, who is this guy? Um, he's 10 and 0, one draw. Um, he's had five KOs and he's 33 years old. So five years older. He's Puerto Rican born, but um, lives in the USA. Now, if he won this, it would be a massive upset. Um, Will he? I don't know. He could. Um, he was last out in May, so quite a while ago. That was a unanimous decision against Victor Betancourt Jr. And in that fight, he won the vacant WBA Fedocentro uh, lightweight title. Um, now, in 2021, he only had two fights, and one of those was a draw. And he said quite openly in interviews, he was really, again, frustrated with inactivity. We hear this a lot, don't we? Now, he began at three years old uh, with his dad. I don't know if you've heard of his dad, Abimelech El Bravo Flores. He was a pro boxer. Um, his older brother also boxed too. Um, and there's uh, interviews and, and clips and things of five-year-old Wilfredo shadow boxing his, his older brother um, and eventually going into his own tournaments. Um, amateurs he started so early um he won 100 fights only lost 12 um he was silver golden gloves champion um however when he was 10 his dad the pro boxer passed away um and this absolutely it destroyed him and he couldn't carry on with boxing um and he just quit he just quit altogether he pulled himself away from the sport and he went because he was still very young went into college basketball um, and he literally just forgot about it and, and went into basketball, did that. He then got a full-time job, um, married his wife, um, but he said something was missing. Something felt really wrong, felt odd. Um, and his wife said, look, it's, it's boxing, go back. 
So he did. He quit his job and he went into boxing. He went pro in 2015. Um, all fights so far have been in the USA. One of them uh, has been in Mexico and he does it because it makes him happy. He loves it. Um, I think there's something lovely about that story that he wants to box for his dad and you know he couldn't be happy you know pulling himself away from it because it was painful but now coming back with something to prove and I don't know about you but that makes me think oh it wouldn't be so bad if he won <laughs> and I know that we should I should be supporting Gary Cully um which I am but what a story and I I really hope that whatever happens it's going to be a great fight and he gets an opportunity to to really go for it in the ring um haven't seen an awful lot of footage of his fighting so again this is one that I would just I'd want to find out so that's why I'm tuning in all right, so they are your top three fight night. Uh, fight night, top three fights of the night for Saturday. Uh, so remember that is on the zone. Um, great night. It's going to be really good. Uh, other fighters on that preview card as well. So obviously you can look them up. Begins from seven uh, seven p.m. Next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix things up a little bit um, because we've got some weird nights. <laughs> we've got the Floyd Mayweather night, um, and then there's also the Jake. Paul Tommy Fury night um I don't normally do exhibition previews or even I don't normally even you know get that involved with it I like the real serious boxing um however there's a really really good fight on the Tommy Fury Jake Paul undercard so I am going to be talking about that um and then on the Floyd Mayweather card there's an incredible story of a boxer that I know and interviewed and I'm going to release a special episode um about her as well because she came away from boxing, went to MMA, came back to boxing, and here she is on this fight night. So um, I'm going to do a bit of a mixture for you next week. To I don't know what I'll call it, the preview of the exhibition fights, something like that. But there's actually a world title fight on them, <laughs> on the Jake Paul guard as well. So tune in next week for that one too, and I hope you really enjoy Lee Wood versus Maurizio Lara on Saturday night. I'll speak to you soon.